Spirit, we pray. Amen. Our second scripture reading for this morning is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 3, verses 21 and 22. The baptism of Jesus. Hear these words of scripture. Now when all the people were baptized, and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. You are my son, the beloved. With you I am well pleased. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. The Bravest Thing We Can Do A Poetry Prayer by Rev. Sarah Speed Trust your belovedness. Let it be a protest, an act of resistance, a song of celebration. Trust your belovedness in a world that is rarely satisfied. Wear it like a badge of honor. Speak it as confidently as your last name. Tattoo it to your heart. When outside forces chip away your sense of self, when life asks you to hand over the keys, remember the water. Remember creation. Remember how it was good. So very good. Let that truth hum through your veins. Sing it so loud that it drowns out the weariness of the world. For the bravest thing we can ever do is trust that we belong here. Pride 
or arrogance, but it's acknowledging that in us, God has created something beautiful and wonderful. And yet so often, we look at ourselves in the mirror and we pick out all of the things that are wrong, that we need to fix. We compare our everyday lives to the people, to other people's highlight reels. And we ask ourselves, what is wrong with me that I'm not more like them? If only I could do this. If only I could change in this way. Life would be better. I would be better. I would be more worthy of things in my life. With those thoughts, with those things that we say in our heads and out loud, we belittle what God has created in us. And then we see in this story of Jesus' baptism, the heavens open up. Imagine being there that day, and the heavens open up. It says that everybody else was baptized, right? So you're, you were baptized, you're st sitting on the side of the Jordan River, and you're enjoying the moment. It's probably hot. When I was at the Jordan, it was smelly. But you're sitting there, and you're enjoying it. And all of a sudden, the heavens open. And, we, and you hear, you are my beloved. With you, I am well pleased. Those words spoken at Jesus' baptism knowing what we know about scripture, knowing everything that we've heard, heard again and again and again, those words just weren't just for Jesus. They're also for each and every person that was baptized there that day, as well as each and every one of us who have been baptized since then. You are my beloved. With you, I am well pleased. Henry Nguyen is a Dutch Catholic priest and professor and writer and theologian. And with those words, you are my beloved. I, with you, I am well pleased. With those words ringing in his ears, he writes, it certainly isn't easy to hear that voice in a world that's filled with voices that shout, you are not good. You are ugly. You're worthless. You're despicable. You're, you are no one. Unless you can demonstrate the opposite. And he goes on to say, these negative voices are so loud. They're so persistent that it's easy to believe them. That's the great trap, he says. It's the trap of self-rejection. Now we are on this precipice. It's a very fun word to say. Precipice of the new year. Tomorrow begins 2024. And what if rather than thinking that new year, new you that Jenny was talking about and changing ourselves to be like that person that we see or that person that somebody says we should be like, what if we simply settle into our belovedness? We don't try to change all of the things, but we settle into who we already are even more. I discovered this quote from professor and writer Brene Brown, and 
it's been mulling over in my mind for months. Brene says, we cannot shame ourselves into changing. We can only love ourselves into evolution. We cannot, cha we cannot shame ourselves into changing. We can only love ourselves into evolution. So what if in this coming year, the goal of 2024 is to free ourselves from the trap of self-rejection and to rest in the truth that we belong to God, that simple and yet profound truth that we are God's handiwork, it says in Ephesians, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared for us in advance to do. At our own baptisms, we were created, called, commissioned, just like Jesus, to be loved and to go and to love the world. If we actually settled into our own belovedness, when we do that, we're able then to love others so much easier. When we're not clouded with anger and frustration at ourselves and what we're doing, and we let that go, we can love more freely. It says, and I want to read this poem again, this poetry prayer, because it's just, well, it's just good. And I want to, and so I'm going to. It says, trust your belovedness. Let it be a protest, an act of resistance, a song of celebration. Trust your belovedness in a world that is rarely satisfied, never satisfied. Wear it like a badge of honor. Speak it as confidently as your last name. Tattoo it on your heart. When outside forces chip away at your sense of self, when life asks you to hand over the keys, remember the water. Remember creation. Remember how it was good. So very good. Let the truth hum through your veins. Sing it so loud that it drowns out the weariness of the world. For the bravest thing that we can ever do is trust that we belong here. The bravest thing we can ever do is to trust that we belong here. That there is a spot for us in this world. That God created us for a reason. Because God wanted to be in relationship with us. And because there are others in this world who need us. What we have to say. What we have to give. The gifts that God has given us. So this morning, as we begin to step into this new year. I, in, I invite you to participate with me in this reaffirmation of our baptism. If you haven't been baptized before, you are welcome to participate in this. And in 2024, your next step in faith is to be baptized. Each time that we reaffirm our baptism, we renounce our sin, and we profess our faith. And so today, I would like to do that a little bit differently, acknowledging and naming that when we ignore our own belovedness, it's actually a form of sin. 
because it separates us from God and the goodness of God that is within us. So our scripture passage for today tells the story of Jesus being baptized. The Gospel of Luke tells us that the sky opened up and the voice of God was heard saying, You are my son, whom I love, with whom I am well pleased. Friends, I don't think, I know that that's not the only time that God has said those words. Because if we understand the promise of Scripture, then we know, we believe in our hearts that God delights in each and every one of us. God delights in you. God created you. God loves you with the same passion that we hear God express in this Scripture today. So in trusting that good news, trusting that we are beloved. Let us go to God in prayer and pray this prayer of confession, knowing that the one who listens, listens first and foremost with love. Let us pray together. Loving God, from the very beginning, you breathed life into us and called us good. However, somewhere along the way, we replace good with not enough. Somewhere along the way, we turned the volume up on that phrase and began to doubt our own self-worth. Forgive us, for this is not what you have taught us. For when the world tells us we are not enough, you call us beloved. Show us how to return to that truth. Show us how to let go of our weariness and to rest in that good news. Amen. Family, God's grace and understanding is deeper and wider than we could ever possibly imagine. So let us say these words of grace together. Our story begins with belovedness. Even when we lose our way, even when we stumble and fall, God never stops breaking through the clouds to claim us. We are known, we are forgiven, we are beloved. Thanks be to God. Amen. Now let us affirm our faith together with the affirmation of faith that is found on the screen. Now this is a good one, so pay attention to the words, okay? It's, oh, it's not going to, all right, well, you just have to listen to me because it didn't make it onto the screen. Because, you know, Christmas happened and then our brains went, <laughs> so... So we're going <laughs> to, so let's listen, listen to these words. Oh, they're so good. This is an affirmation of faith. I believe that the God I see in scripture is a God of love. I believe that God created me, created us, delights in that creation. Join me. I believe the psalmist who says, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I believe that 
just as God called Jesus beloved, God extends the same term of endearment to us. I believe that no matter our earthly challenges, nothing could strip me of that sacred title. I could fail every test, miss every goal, drop every ball, and I would still be God's beloved. Therefore, I cling to this promise like a rock in the storm. I anchor myself with this good news, allowing the anxiety of the day to roll over me as best I can because I know where I belong. I am a child of God. I am beloved. I strive to live this way. Amen. I am a child of God. I am beloved. I strive to live this way. In the image beloved by Reverend Lauren Wright Pittman. She depicts Jesus submerged under water during his baptism, and she imagines all of creation celebrating and affirming his calling in that moment. She writes, this is what trusting your belovedness feels like. Waiting in that water, Floating, muscles and bones relieved of gravity's burden, serenity, weightlessness, oneness with creation, and the warmth of God's love permeating every cell of your body and every corner of your soul. As you come up this morning, you're invited to come forward and remember your baptism by just simply dunking your hand in the water and you can make a sign of the cross on your, hand, on your head or on your hand or simply hold it to your heart. And there's a stone in there if you would like to take a smooth stone. And just as the water and the stone is smooth and just runs off, remind it, let it be a reminder of all of the worry and the anxiety of not being enough in the world just rolling off you. And that's something you can keep in your pocket or just as a reminder. And so as we do, the band is going to play and you're invited to come and remember your baptism.
We have quite a few prayers this morning. We have a few that came in last Sunday, and last Sunday morning was a goofy morning because it was Christmas Eve, so we didn't have our regular time 
of prayer. And so I want to include them this morning. Um, Taylor asked for prayers for all of those um, who are traveling this season, and may they feel the spirit of the season and feel God's love. And Barb asked for prayers for her of thanks for her daughter's successful surgery and prayers for a speedy recovery. And also prayers for Don and Robin on the loss of Don's brother, Stephen, and prayers for their niece, Betsy, who is in hospice care. And Marla asked for prayers for her Aunt Patty, who has been in the hospital with various infections. And Anne asked for prayers for Donna, who's having abdominal surgery um, after New Year's. And then Alan asked for prayers for Marianne, who is having a mental health crisis. And Craig has a blessing for our two guests from Alaska. And Shelly asked for prayers for Michael, who's in chemotherapy, and for Kathy, who is his caregiver. And prayers for Dion, who is in hospice. And then Amy asked for prayers for her mother, Kathy. And Chris also asked for prayers for Kathy as she deals with health challenges and for the whole family who is helping her. And also prayers for friend Kristen, who they lost from this world too soon, and for all those who love her. And also thanks for the joyful music this morning. And Kim, um, prayers of joy for Jamie as he starts his new job. And we have two uh, staff members who have their last day um, with us today. One is Michael. Michael has been our tech media director for a whole uh, four months, a whole four whole months. And he <laughs> has gotten a full-time job. And so um, we are excited for him as he moves on. And we're grateful for the ways that he has stepped in and, and helped us um, in the, the, <laughs> the time that he's been here. And then we also um, have Jamie. And um, Jamie, this one, like, we've had so many staff transitions since I've been here, heavens to Betsy. But Jamie, for me, is a little bit different. Um, be, Jamie's been here for seven years um, as our worship band leader and our tech person um, way back when tech was just setting up microphones. <laughs> and then Jamie was with us, um, has been with us through COVID, and all of the transitions that we have made with adding online and figuring out what all of that means with tech stuff, and, and Jamie just brings this um, wonderful spirit to Sunday mornings and wherever he is, and, um, and we're going to miss him. We're going to miss him. We're excited. He is starting this new job um, with the post office. And I know there's many of us vying for him to be our postman because I think he's going to be like the best postman ever. Um, and so we're very, very excited for Jamie um, and also sad for us. So, um, and I think this is a good Sunday to remember that we are all beloved, that God gives... <laughs> and we have to stop now so that he can sing the last song or he'll just cry. <laughs> so let us go to our Lord in prayer.
God of baptismal waters, there are a million other places that we could be right now, but we chose to be here. We needed to be here. We needed to hear once more that we are created in your image, fiercely loved and uniquely called. We needed to hear your words of affirmation because the world is an exhausting place. Over and over again, we're surrounded with reminders that we should be doing more. We should be doing better. We should be working harder. The list of coulds and shoulds is so long that we can lose ourselves in them. But then we come to your sanctuary and we hear you say that you delight in us. And all of a sudden, things fall into place once again. Loving and claiming God, help us to see ourselves the way you see us. Give us the grace and the tenderness to love ourselves as you love us. Remind us that we are worthy of Sabbath, worthy of grace, worthy of love and belonging. In silence, we lift up the prayers that we carry for ourselves in this moment. May you hear these words and draw near to us, O oh God. Gracious God, we know that we are not the only ones who need your care and affirmation. And so today we also ask for the wisdom to give compassion to our neighbors. Teach us how to be advocates for others so that all might know that they are a beloved child of God. Be with them, renew their spirits, each and every person that we have named aloud as well as those on our hearts. Remind them just as you remind us that they are loved by you. And until your promised day when joy outweighs weariness, we will return to the water's edge. We will continue to look for you in our midst, and we will continue to affirm belovedness in one another. Now, with united voices, we lift our hearts to you in prayer, using the words your son taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. The last thing we do each Sunday is to remind ourselves that church that knowing we are beloved doesn't end here, but it goes with us into the world. And so a few ways that you can grow in, the, in your love of God and with one another is by um, participating in our new classes that will begin next week. Um, we will on the 10th, I will begin my Wednesday evening um, Bible study online and we'll continue through and we're bound and determined to get through the Gospel of John by Easter. It's only taken us a year. Um, but join us because we have a lot of fun together, I think. Um, <laughs> it's online, so anybody can join from anywhere. 
And then Jenny has classes um, he, on Sunday mornings. Um, she's going to do a praying in the arts. It's going to be a Visio Divina in the chapel. Um, and that's going to be uh, really, really great. Um, and going along with our worship series of Faces of Our Faith. And then we'll also have our podcast class that will be up in 301 that we'll meet um, every week. And they just, um, they put together some podcasts that go along with the sermons and our series and then have conversation together at 930. And then today there is a blood drive here at the church in um, the, the, the parking lot. I forgot the word parking lot. Uh, and you can, <laughs> if you have a moment and are able to give blood, this is a really important time to do that. Um, as we know, people get sick around this time of year, and there's just not a lot of, of blood um, available. And then um, also, I had, oh, this is it. I had something else. If you um, are one of those people who like to have your offering envelopes, the offering envelopes are available. They are in the parlor. Um, and if you would like them mailed to you, we can do that as well. But you can pick those up today um, or if you give um, in person or you can also give um, electronically and you don't need these anymore and just let us know that you don't want them. Um, so with that, let us receive our benediction and go and do God's good work in the world. Family of faith, as you leave this place, you go into a weary world. So speak tenderly. Do the good that is yours to do. Choose connection. Hold on to hope. And remember that Christ took on flesh for you. You are God's beloved. So go rejoicing. The world needs it. Go in peace and not in pieces. Amen. Let us stand and sing.
such a privilege to worship alongside you. I hope you all have a wonderful week. <laughs>